0: Hi, it is Natasha. And it's
1: Khalil, aka KCN.
0: And we are the co hosts of Woken Woke Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our ninth episode of Woken Free. If you've been joining along with our conversation for the past couple of weeks, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that is important to us, to you, and the world. And of course, nothing is off the table. In this episode, we have a lot to discuss. First and foremost, we're diving deep into the conscious rap conversation. Is it dead? Is it alive? And we also have a wonderful interview with the one and only Miss Eves. So before we dive deep into both of those things, let's go over the ground rules. Have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, or YouTube? If not, do so now. Please share the episode with your friends, your family, and also make sure that you holler at us on social media. This week, a lot of you were really uh, giving some good feedback on the conversation of rap on Instagram. Love to hear more from you guys on Facebook, on Twitter, and also, again, you'll talk to us on on YouTube or SoundCloud.
1: Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared our favorite type of candy we like to receive in our trick-or-treat bags. This week, we are sharing what is the worst superpower we could have. For me, Aquaman is a legendary hero with the great power to control sea creatures. Yep. That's right, sea creatures. So if I were to have his one unique power to control sea creatures, it'd be pretty much useless. You couldn't use it on land where most people reside and where most activity takes place. At least I could chat with the fish of the sea, I guess.
0: Why are you coming for Aquaman? That's so mean, Khalil.
1: I know he's coming up in uh, in the movie with the Justice League, but... Mm-hmm. He, he's really not so cool.
0: I mean, I think there's like there's something to be said about having power of the sea like poseidon right doesn't he have what does he control
1: well he can control water and everything aquatic that's a little different than aquaman just talking to fishes and hanging out with
0: them you're mean okay fine uh i guess for me i guess if we were to have if you're saying what's the worst superpower to have maybe anti-frizz like for hair stuff (laughs) because it seems like I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would be like a really cool power either.
1: Yeah, that would be even more useless than mine.
0: Pleasant. Very pleasant. Okay, so (laughs) now that we've had that awkward moment, uh, let's (laughs) go into first talking about uh, conscious rap. So what do you think conscious rap is, Galil?
1: To me, it's all political. It's real. It's in your face. No apologies. That's what I think of when I think of Conscious rap.
0: Okay. So, according to the Urban Dictionary, conscious rap is a subgenre of hip hop that focuses on creating awareness and imparting knowledge. Conscious rappers traditionally decry violence, discrimination, and other societal ailments. It's propelled by the conviction that radical social change comes through knowledge of self and personal discovery. So, AKA, yeah, it's like in your face, unapologetic. Let's be real. It's really woke and free, free exactly.
1: <laughs> so who are some conscious rappers? I like to mention a few, and we've got to include Kendrick Lamar, yeah, Immortal Technique,
0: mm-hmm.
1: MC Light, Lupe Fiasco,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Curtis Blow, Big Daddy Kane, mm. Ice Cube, and Killer Mike.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, to add to that list, uh, Thought Co. mentions uh, KRS-One, Common, Talib Kweli, The Roots, Kanye West, Most Deaf, uh, Pharrell, Munch, K.O.'s, of course, Nas, right? And yep. uh, Lauren Hill. woo woo mm So why do you think conscious rap is important?
1: Are you asking me, my dear?
0: Yes, my love.
1: The lyrics of a uh, conscious artist can expose things like the prison industrial complex, the mistreatment of groups of people in society, and the widening economic gap in society.
0: Okay. Uh, Recently, I guess I would say maybe a couple of months ago, I was watching something on Facebook and I was watching a clip with Queen Latifah and she was saying that really now is the time for a lot of these rappers to use their craft and their time to talk about what's really going on in the world. Not everything really needs to be about all the fancy cars you drive, all the exotic places you visit, or all the fun things you do in and outside of the bedroom. (laughs) I think that you could also talk about some of the unrest and divide that we have in this country, some of the hatred and some of the misunderstanding and miscommunication. And I think that that's why conscious rap is important because there aren't a lot of places where people feel comfortable to be true and and very forthcoming with their story and their narrative. So why not rap about it?
1: I think it's time to get into our talk with Miss Eves.
0: All right, all right. Let's, yes, let's do that.
1: I don't know if you've listened to our podcast before, but each week we like to share a little bit about ourselves, so we, we just come up with, like, certain little tidbits about us, so we, what I wanted to ask you is, if you could have a uh, superpower, what would be the, like, worst power that you could have? What power would you oh, not want to worst have?
2: for humanity or for me?
1: <laughs> for, for you personally, like, what power would you not want to get? Because, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, just uh, think of, like, X-Men, like, there's Some some of those mutants have powers that they really wish they didn't have. So if you got a superpower, what would be like the worst one for you, specifically?
2: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> I know it's a weird question. It's,
2: it's, it's like interesting, right? Because I was just like, what's the worst one for me or like for humanity? It, it's like, for what, you. Like, it's, it's
1: for you personally. going
2: to be? Like, am I going to Like, What power would hurt me the most? <laughs> it, it, it would
1: be a power that you w- wouldn't want to get. You'd say, you know what? I'd rather not even have this power. I'd rather just be like. Just a human. I don't want any special powers. W- would there be any power out there?
2: I think maybe anytime I get anxious, I could just, like, shoot um, fire from my hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, a really anxious person, so it would always be, like, burning stuff. Okay, so awesome. so
1: shooting fire from your hand, it would it pretty much suck because you yeah. burn everything around you. It
2: was triggered by anxiety,
1: though. Like okay, all right. So so if you if your if your superpower was to shoot fire from your hands, and the only way you can trigger it was by tapping into your anxiety, you would say, "Forget it, I don't want it." Right. I mean,
2: that's just like <laughs> one example. Or like if I farted, and the whole like, <laughs> change, like it a mini earthquake, cause I can be a little gassy. Too sometimes so i'm like oh no so, that would be the
1: worst so you wouldn't want to have that ability just to say all right i could start an earthquake i just got to use my gas power i can't
0: right all I right can't.
1: but no. it would be but it'd be kind of cool though that you could start earthquakes on your own i mean it's That's, kind of like you could threaten people say hey you better you better
2: act you right me cheese because i'm lactose intolerant
0: I'm oh like, no <laughs> so, so whatever you like that down the hatches oh <laughs> All
1: right. So that whatever you go out to eat you have you'd have to watch what you what they what they're putting in the food then. Yeah,
0: definitely. Right. <laughs> like, oh no, there
2: was yogurt and then the
0: whole like a uh, restaurant falls down. Amazing. <laughs> amazing, amazing. I can't, you guys are ridiculous. That's, that's, um, that's, that's so I'm good gonna ones. I'm gonna get us on track. And All right. Yeah, that was just a <laughs> that was a little off. We're track, gonna right. we're gonna talk about your gangster rap game. Uh so when did you start rapping?
2: I started rapping like eight years ago, I was dating a noise musician and I love attention. Let me tell you. I used to like live for karaoke and so I was like, ooh, I'm dating a musician. Mm-hmm. I should try to start a band so I can get people to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, awesome. like but I can't really sing at all. Like I can sing better now that I've been like doing more music stuff, but like I was super tone deaf at that moment. so I was like, what skills do I have to bring to the table oh Mm. I can I can probably rap so I started rapping about like really silly things like eating snacks and like uh smurfs being (laughs) blue it like really wrote itself smurfs are blue but anyway so it's just like I would just rap about like super super random like silly funny things like wearing spandex pants and that kind of stuff and then the relationship ended and I still, I really loved rapping at that point. So I was just like, oh, cool, let me just actually try to be good at this and not just make these, like, ridiculous songs about Trapper Keepers.
1: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. What made you want to share share your talent with the world? Why did you say, uh, I guess I guess you kind of went into it, but... I mean, you can give us a little bit more background. Well, like, I think
0: bigger, like, picture, like, your videos, like, you have, like, you do elaborate productions, it seems, like, per song, which I love. Like how, Like, yeah, what made you take it to the next level, I guess. Right. Yeah.
2: When I was a child, I always knew I wanted to be an artist. Mm. So, like, I would always just, like make things like my mom has so many like weird like earrings and like things that I would make but I always would try to like make little things like I used to have a side hustle when I was like, in fourth grade where I would make these dolls and mm-hmm. then I would sell them I had those briefcases that had like the locks on it so oh, i would, like lock, keep my money in it and I'll have like the assortment of dolls and like which one do you want and so I, would, I was mm. always like really like crafty and like into making things and so um when I was in high school I knew for sure that I like wanted to be artist in some capacity but my parents were like honey we're not gonna like support you <laughs> like <laughs> you can be an artist if you want to be but like you have to support yourself financially so like just choose wisely so I like went into design so I went to design school this is all relevant I'm sorry it's a little meandering no, so I went no, to no. design school um and like studied graphic design and from there I was kind of like interested in just like making these like weird side projects and like you know, exploring things from, like, a more artistic, that that, that artistic side. Like, um, I had a blog called Informed Revolution where I would post uh, different images that I made or that my friends made that were reacting to um, social issues that were going on or news stories, Mm -hmm. and I was just, I just kept, like, stepping up each of my projects because, I mean, I just want everything that I do to, like, me to give 100% and how I do it so Mm. I'm like and I really do enjoy making work and expressing my ideas through my work and so it just like kind of was this evolution and then I started doing music and I'm like I was working with another friend at the time and we just like had this thing called House of Eves and we would just do everything like we would make the music videos my friend she would do the makeup I would do the art direction like there was like this one thing where like I made all these elaborate animal masks and then Mm. she did all this like Kind of like tribal looking makeup, and mm. we made like a music video that way. So it's just kind of like me using all the skills that I have, kind of harnessed my whole life, and cool. to just keep making interesting works. I just like want, whenever I make a video or have a song, that people are like, "Oh wow, that's like pretty fresh!" Like, like you know, like imagining a different world, right? It should be how the world mm-hmm. exists, where like everyone is accepted, and people are just living happily together, and you know all body types are celebrated all people are celebrated and everyone has a voice um mm-hmm. and getting rid of some of those stupid heart hierarchies that exist in the world that we actually live in mm-hmm. so I just want to keep making like that kind of work and like just my years and years of like doing all these like weird art projects and like building my skills I was
0: like okay I can do this <laughs> with my friends okay so what's conscious rap to you
2: that's like an interesting question too right like because i know in the early like 2000s late 90s there was actually like a moment in mainstream where like conscious rap was like you know amazing groups like the roots or most deaf people who were talking about mm-hmm. more things that were political or just n- not about like completely being like a mindless capitalist person yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, I, like, think that because of the internet, that it's been, like, really cool because there's, like, so many different ways that people can express themselves and, like, show their work. And someone who's, like, living in a small place in West Virginia, they can still have an audience and they can still share their ideas and exchange it with people, like, in other countries, which I think is really cool. So I feel like now, like, Conscious Rap has just, like, just changed so much and it's just, like, there's so many different people doing things. They might not be, like, completely in the mainstream like it was in that moment in the, like, early 2000s, but mm-hmm. I still feel like, you know, there's still, like, really interesting things going on.
0: Mm.
1: What what style do you consider yourself as? Do you put yourself in a genre, or what, well, what do you consider? Well, you
2: have to when you're, like, putting your music up online. I just usually just say rap or, like, electro, because I like to rap over, like, super electronic beats. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, But, like, as far as like sub giving myself like a sub genre, I don't really haven't really done that. Like I was trying to start something called riot rap. I don't know if you guys know about the riot girl movement.
0: I'm I think not, maybe I yeah. Explain it. Sure. T- tell our audience.
2: So like the riot girl movement, it was like in the early '90s where like punk was huge, and it was like started in like Seattle and Portland, and all of these um, women. You know, because it was not, like I, like, I mean, there were punk female bands, but it wasn't, like, the specific space for, like, women and girls to, like, tell their stories. And so it was all these women who were just, like, working together and, like, playing gigs together, um, like Bikini Kill, mm-hmm. uh, that were punk, but they were also women, and it was, like, a lot of feminist mu-
0: music, and it was very political. Mm, okay. What about, um? you were saying, Khalil, nerdcore, is that? Oh, yeah, yeah the nerdcore, nerdcore, those are point.
2: my homies. Like, I'm friends with MC Front a lot. He was, like, basically one of the fathers of nerdcore. Um, mm-hmm. I was just hanging out with some of the nerdcore dudes, like, last week.
0: But you wouldn't consider your style under that type of...
2: Well, it could be. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, super nerdy in that, like, I don't talk about, like, video games, but I am, like, a nerd for feminism, and I feel like okay. in that way, because, like, A lot of the stuff I do talk about is very topical and is very like something I'm passionate about and it's like Mm -hmm. super specific. It could fall under nerdcore in that way. Cool. Okay.
1: Uh -um. Is there also? I
2: don't know. It just depends. Like I feel like I'm kind of on the outskirts. I'm definitely friends with a lot of people in like the nerdcore scene. Mm Hmm. Um. But
1: yeah. Do you know if there's any genre for like rapping about just social media kind of issues? Is there or is that there's not really a subgenre for hip hop in terms of that? So, and I know in some of your songs, you'll talk about Facebook, trolling, you'll talk about, like, beef that people have on the internet. Like, is, the, is there any, is that a specific genre, or is that just kind of, it's just called hip-hop?
2: I mean, I think that would just be hip-hop. I mean, I feel like we can almost, like, over-categorize everything, but That's I true, feel yeah. like life is super fluid, right? So, mm-hmm. it's just, like, um, yeah, like, I can be nerdcore sometimes, I also can be, like, super punk sometimes. I can also be, like, dancy sometimes. And sometimes I am, like, a little pop, too, I feel. Mm-hmm. like So I feel like a lot of things, I think that's what the internet, like, things can become more fluid where it's not, like, you aren't in this, like, one bucket and that bucket is, like, where you'll stay. You can kind mm-hmm. of, like, hop around in a lot of different buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I think as far as, like, rapping about the internet, especially, like, me being a female using the internet, like, that's just something that's, like, really has impacted me. Because <laughs> it's just, like, I feel like every time... I, try, I make something and I get some attention, there's going to be someone telling me that my body is, like, horrible or that, like, I'm bad just because I'm a woman who's, like, using my voice and I'm not, like, conforming to, like, the media beauty standard, you know?
0: True. Very true.
1: Who are your influencers for your rap style?
2: Well, I really, really like... Um, She's not really a rapper as much as, like, Electro Music. But she does, like, rap, but Peaches, I love Peaches. Mm, okay she's just like one of my favorite and then also just from songwriting she's also not a rapper but Sia because she's just Mm. such a beautiful songwriter and there's just such a like
0: yes she
2: says so much there's such an economy of words and so she says so much but she's not using like a lot of words it's just like she's so smart with how she chooses words and how she puts it together and it's just so emotional and beautiful like Mm -hmm. the story she's telling and it's just reflecting this like really honest part of like human emotion and I just really love that Mm. um Mia is like another rapper yes. that I like really really like. Yes. Um, I love that whole like dancey vibe, and also she's like very very political. Mm
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. I like
2: that as well. Like Lizzo, she's mm. like I love yes. Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo's
0: dope. dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I mean, there's like so many people like Barf Troop, T the mm-hmm. Artist, Girly, Lee Kelly, Forty Seven. Mm. Um. There's so many, I mean, there's, and that's what I just love. I mean, I know I'm, like, in this love affair with the internet. I love the internet. But I still feel like the internet does give a lot of people who normally wouldn't have a voice. Like, I mean, I would not have really any fan base outside of, like, my friends if it wasn't for the internet, right? Because then you can just, like, share your music. I'm not on a label, so it's just, like, a great way and tool for people to, like, share messages. It's, like, beautiful. And, like, a lot more people, you know, you see a lot of, like, feminist rappers, and you see a lot of queer rappers, and it's just, like, I think it's because of the internet, there's, like, more spaces for people to tell their stories, and it doesn't have to be, like, filtered through, like, major labels.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, okay. Now, with the current state of affairs with, like, rap, like, how would you say, like, what the the game is? Like, do you feel like current-day rappers are trying to be more conscious or trying to share their truth, or are like are people just being commercial like what what how would you kind of um draw the picture of like what's going on in the industry
2: well I just feel like there's so much variety you Mm -hmm. know like I mean it's hard I mean if you're talking just about mainstream rap yeah I mean I don't think we're having that same moment that we had with conscious rap was like really like big in the mainstream where you could find it on major labels and like you know, any CD store, but, like, the, the nature of music itself has changed, right? Like, I don't mm-hmm, even have yeah. a CD player in my house, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's, like, not an option, so a lot of the music I do procure is, like, through um, the internet, and mm-hmm. it, it maybe sometimes it is filtered through tastemakers, but they're maybe not necessarily those, like, big label tastemakers like they used to be, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, about, I mean, I just think the game is just changing and that it's, like, wide open now, because, Mm -hmm. like, there's so many different voices,
0: you know? Gotcha. Okay.
1: So, looking at your videos, you have a a very unique art style, and each video, like, differs next to next. So, how do you come up with the themes for your music videos?
2: Well, I mean, the theme is always influenced by by the song, right? But Mm -hmm. um, I am a pop artist. Like, I don't know if you've seen my Instagram page, but I, like, Mm -hmm. make a lot of, like, objects, everyday objects out of unconventional materials. Like, I just posted a picture of a cactus I made out of uh, paper towel rolls and newspaper. Nice. Um, I just like to, I like to, I mean, because Michel Gondry, he's uh, one of my, like, total, like, visual arts inspirations. Mm -hmm. But I just really like that idea of just, like, creating this, like, fantastical world that's just, like, a little bit better than what we have now. It's, like, fun and, like, pop art and bright and bold. <laughs> and mm. I, like, want that whole, like, idea of just, like, the fantasy, but, like, kind of, like, realistic but slightly not realistic fantasy to exist in my music videos. It's just kind of, like, a theme that I like to keep exploring. Mm.
1: As a female, do you think it's harder than being male in the rap industry or has has the field really leveled out now for both genders? Is it kind of mm. equal now?
2: I mean, I do feel like just, as a female, it's always going to be a little bit harder than as a male Mm -hmm. just because of the patriarchy until we completely dismantle the patriarchy. I mean, no matter what you do, if you're like an actuary or if you're a rapper, I do feel like it's harder, you know, like women still don't make as much as men, Mm -hmm. you know, like -hmm. most fields. And so like, of course, of course, like also being a black person, it's, like, harder in a lot of ways than if you were a white person, you know? Mm. So, yeah, of course. Like, of course, being female in the rap game is harder because being mm-hmm. a female is harder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Now, do you collaborate with other female rappers as well or no?
2: Um, yeah, I definitely, like, work with other female rappers. I love mm-hmm. when I find, like, new women who rap mm-hmm. i like love i love discovering that and like connecting with them cool um the main producer i work with is also a woman and i really nice. love that relationship as well very cool okay
1: where do you perform at can uh people see you in person yet or how's that right yeah out?
2: i've been performing i mean i've been a musician for like eight years right so like mm-hmm. i've performed like I mean, I try to only do it like once a month, but like it's normally in like Brooklyn, sometimes in like lower Manhattan. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's just like I don't really do showcases, but like mm-hmm. yeah, like you can probably catch me in a show like soon. <laughs> there's actually a show I can't really expose right now, but it'll be like, <laughs> okay. a great show in like two weeks. So gotcha. that should be cool.
0: <laughs> we love seeing you at, you know, the Fat Girls Dance Event. That was awesome. When you did the um Thunder thighs, Thunder thighs, right, yeah, we yeah, saw you yeah. perform, right. yeah. Very oh, that nice. Was nice. Okay. Now, what tips do you have? Since yeah, you've been doing this for a while now. What tips you have for other like up and coming rappers or women, you know, who are trying to be more expressive, right? And and kind of embrace uh, their artistry. What 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 advice do you have for them?
2: Right. My first bit of advice is just to like not try to make this your day job, because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people they go into like music or doing something, anything with the attention of like getting famous so they can like get money and do these things. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's really hard. Right. So it's like, if you were kind of just doing things for the artistry of it, it makes things a lot more pleasurable Mm. and the pressure is off of it. Um, you know i mean for me i i am very privileged because i have a very flexible day job where i can also like it's easy to work on music and like to drop things and like go on tour if i want Mm -hmm. but i do feel like if people like focus more on just like their artistry like stepping up their game and then that way they like can just kind of like tell their own stories just like be themselves and not try to like be like someone else or try to like fit in somewhere like if you are yourself, there is going to be a market because, like, Mm -hmm. I think people are really attracted to people who are, like, super honest and, like, open about who they are and not trying to, like, pretend to be something else to be cool. Mm -hmm. So I would say, like, you know, like, do it for art and not for money and, two like, be yourself and, like, you know, just make the music that you want to make. And even if you feel like it might be weird and you might not not fit in somewhere, it's just, like, you Mm -hmm. know, you can create your own lane. And then you'll own that lane if no one's in it. You know, you can go as fast as you want or slow, so.
0: Interesting. When I coach people, it's always about, like, intention, kind of like what you're saying. And so that's interesting that you're saying you would advocate that you shouldn't approach rap as, like, a business, but you're saying, like, literally for the art of it. And then if it develops into a business, then would you switch your strategy or...
2: Yeah, if you want it to. But Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's so much pressure. I've just seen so many, like young rappers and mm-hmm. like oh i like i'm they get discouraged
0: because mm-hmm. it's not like
2: popping off like they wanted to mm-hmm. but like you'll never be discouraged if you're just making like if you made like a cool song you're like whoa that song is like dope you know like mm-hmm. that sounded really cool and i really expressed myself and that's what you're after and not like that goal of like getting like a million twitter followers or whatever because gotcha. like i find whatever yeah. you're looking things from outside of yourself mm-hmm. it's like never you're never going to be satisfied right sure. so my, sure. my approach with like art is just kind of like making it for reasons within yourself and of course the people pick it up and you have the, the privilege of working as an artist full-time like you know go for it if that's what you want to do but I wouldn't have that be the intention starting out I would mm. say hey, I'm interested in this and I'm interested in exploring these ideas let me just do that and be happy and just the act that I can do that.
0: That's interesting. That's great advice, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I had another question. Uh, so if you could go back in time, is there anything mm-hmm. that you would do different with, uh, I guess, in your career so far?
2: Oh my gosh, this is the thing. And I don't know, I was just, this is so funny. That's like a funny question. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking the other day, I was like meditating and I was just like, what would have happened if I was like, when I was like 22, if I just like married the person I was dating stayed in north carolina mm-hmm. and kind of just like settled down you know i would be like a whole different person i couldn't mm-hmm. even imagine that and so like it's kind <laughs> of interesting when you think about like these questions of how would you make your what would you do different because even like yeah. a small change that you would make in your past could completely like realter your present right mm-hmm. so think mm-hmm. that could be like quote unquote better or worse like what is good and what is bad but like you know, like, it could completely change it in a way that maybe you weren't anticipating. Even mm-hmm. if you think that that would have made it, like, a, for the better, it could maybe not be better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I've always told people is, like, I wish when I was 16 that I had just joined, like, an all-girl punk band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. I would have loved that. That would have been so much fun. Like, just from the for the experience and Yeah. Like, you know, the whole, like, when you're a teenager, you're so... Passionate about so many things, everything's so new. You're so curious, and okay. you're just taking in so much things. And so I just like wonder how songwriting would be.
0: Mm. That interesting. Way. Oh.
2: That's like more from a curiosity. Like, oh, that could be. That could have been interesting. Because I like love. Like as I mentioned, I love the Riot Girl
0: Moving movement. Right? The whole yeah. like
2: Riot Girl thing, and I was like, oh man, I wish I could have been like that cute like fourteen year old pop girl who's making zines and like, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. like bikini kill and um Yeah.
1: Awesome. (laughs) All right. So, a question I had I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you freestyle? Could you like drop something for our listeners? I'm
2: like the worst. And that's why I was like, am I like a whack rapper? Am I just like whack? Oh my God. I'm I'm more of a like writer. Like, I really Uh, love written, but like, yeah, like freestyling. And I always end up telling my business, I'm like, Oh, honey, I just been told this story about myself when I'm like freestyling because, like, everything just comes out. Yeah. And I just start, like, I'm, like, oh, well, you didn't know I like hooked up with that person, but now you do.
1: <laughs> very <laughs> oh, nice. I see. Yeah. Very, very...
0: nice. Okay.
1: That, I hear all right. you. All right, that, that, that's fine. Is there anything else you'd like to share then?
2: Um, no, I just wrote a song. Uh last week so there's definitely going to be new music coming out soon I'm going to South by Southwest in March and Mm -hmm. so like I'm hoping to release like a small little EP before then I'm about to go on tour next week with Tune Yards so super pumped about that like I love that band so much and so it's really cool to finally like you know like you have these role models and then
0: it's like, oh wow, now I'm like on tour with them and I'm sharing a stage. That's dope. That's amazing. Yeah, we bought your album. So super excited to continue to share your movement and all that you're doing. You're dope. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: And also could you share with our listeners where can they buy your album? Like where can they find your music? What's the best oh, place? Of course.
2: Um you can get my music on Bandcamp. On my Bandcamp, all of that goes directly to me but then also like if you don't want to go on band camp spotify itunes amazon Mm -hmm. any like music channel basically title is on there too Mm -hmm. um so yeah and then like if you want to follow me on soundcloud sometimes i like drop like little you know like demo kind of tracks or things i'm like playing with um so yeah like if you want to follow me on soundcloud that's like definitely how to like hear like the new the new new (laughs)
0: <laughs> awesome. Cool. Thanks for an awesome oh. interview. And uh, yeah, just keep like thriving. You are badass and we love you.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you guys yep. so much.
0: Wow. It is now at the time that we always hate, which is the end of our episode. Oh, man. We are at the end of the ninth episode of Woke, Woke and, and Free. free. And uh, I can't even uh, like just get together the fact that all of the things that we covered today and thank you thank you thank you miss ease for hanging out with Woken free that was really really awesome now i guess we have to decide what we're gonna do are we gonna let our listeners know what's coming up next or do we leave them hanging
1: on our next episode we will be discussing are we too pc or politically correct (laughs) <laughs> make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at www.wokenfree.com.
0: If you want to be a guest like Miss Eve, make sure that you hit us up on the website, submit a topic for an upcoming episode, tell us how you feel about what we talked about today or any of our previous episodes, and we definitely will get back to you, of course. And if you hit us up on social media you know I'm always there. Hit us up, hit us up.
1: If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Until next time, folks.